All right, welcome to another episode of Gin and Truth. I'm the captain of this ship, Robert motherfucking Reed. I got a tumble full of Hendrix. I got a mind full of thoughts. Let's go. Let's go. a couple days i'm black you know i can't leave y'all for very long no matter what the fuck's going on in my personal life so let's crank this one out first one up gang i'm gonna expand a little bit on that tweet that i made a couple days ago shit well by the time i'm recording it it was yesterday first and foremost i want to thank everyone uh you guys really piled in the support and you actually made me laugh. Uh, you made some suggestions on things that I can't legally do. As a large black man, it's probably not a good look. I think OJ kind of fucked it for all of us. Uh, yeah, yeah, punching a white woman half my size, that's not going to look good on the old social resume. But your, your old support was fantastic. Your responses made me laugh. But if you're not on Twitter, first and foremost, get off your monkey ass and get on fucking Twitter. Then you find your boy at RCRead40 and you click on the follow button. What the fuck's the matter with you guys? I put out some good shit. But if, if you didn't see it, gang, I'll cut right to it. There was a lady yesterday at work who straight up told me, why can't you get over racism? You should just smile more. Now, gang, that was so mind-blowingly insensitive, I really didn't have anything to say to it. I mean, what do you say to something so fucking insensitive and stupid? Now, first and foremost, I've made this analogy before. Gang, I I was married once upon a time. Y'all have heard me rag about my ex-wife. But truth be told, every 28 days, she suffered. She absolutely suffered. Her menstrual cycles, gang, were that of fucking legend. I knew she was going to be cranky, and I knew I wasn't going to get any for a while, so my my only thing was I was support. I stayed clear and just tell me what I need to do to help, right? And during that time of the month, she would always use the guest bathroom to do all the stuff that women do during that time. I've got no desire to see that stuff. That's not my kink. So I'm like, yo, I, I just realized for at least the next week, I get a shitter to myself. Gang, there was one day in particular, I'll never forget it. I came home from work. She was gone. And that's when I had my Labrador Retriever. G, Thor rest, G, soul. My ex-wife left the bathroom door cracked open. Let's just say G did some dumpster diving. And when I got home from work, I saw it. Gang, in all my life, I have never seen one of those. I've got no reason to see one of those. That was my first time seeing it. Now, I know, I knew that her menstrual cycle was very difficult. I knew she had a very heavy flow all the fucking time. And I, I picked it up. And when she got home, I told her, you know, next time, just in case, you know, you she got into the bathroom, you make sure the door's closed. I didn't try to break her balls or anything, but I do remember telling her this. If you bleed that much every fucking month and you don't die, your monkey ass is Wolverine. You have fucking regenerative powers that the average man, much less person, doesn't have possession of. Now, gang, I didn't need that experience, even though I've got it. I didn't need that experience to realize that when a woman steps to me and she tells me, yo, just in case you're curious, menstruation is a little bit uncomfortable from time to time. Gang, as someone who has a penis, my only response at minimum is, I believe you. I will never have that experience. What kind of asshole would I be if someone stepped to me, a woman, and said, yeah, you know, menstruation it sucks. I, I I do not look forward to that time of the month. What if my response was, oh, oh, oh rub some dirt on it. Yeah, just walk it off. I, I read a book. It's, it's not that bad. 
if she was kind, she would just simply tell me to shut the fuck up. But I would expect a fucking slap across my face for being so fucking insensitive. I will never walk in her shoes. I've got no idea. So when she tells me about her firsthand experience about being a woman, the minimum I can do and call myself respectful is to say, I believe you. Gang, the person who told me to just smile, to why can't you get over racism? This was a blonde haired white woman. Let's just say her, she is financially secure. She will never want for anything. And she got nose to nose with a black middle-aged man from the South and told him to get over racism. She, she never has, nor will she ever walk one second in shoes that don't belong to her. I'm quite sure Trump... Uh, the coon train, which I'm going to hit on later on. I'm sure they've pumped her up and they gassed up all her fucked up ass opinions. And I've told y'all, you can think whatever you want to think. You can believe whatever you want to believe. But when you say what you want to say, you got to know your fucking audience. Again, how dare you as a white person step to a black person and tell us to get over racism. And again, it's don't, don't tell us to get over it. Maybe you should ask yourself, what have I done to help them do that? Right? I, I We didn't build this system. I, I, I did not put in my application. And by I, I mean my ancestors. We did not put in an application. But, ooh, I hope they picked me for the transatlantic slave trade. That's not how that shit worked. We, we didn't draw up the laws of Jim Crow. We, we did not walk ourselves to the lynching tree. We, 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 we were not, hold on, uh, Papa's at the door. Y'all know what that means. Hashtag episode mood killer. I was just getting into that shit. Why wouldn't my world, gang? Come on, Papa, shit. Five minutes, gang, five minutes. That's how long it's going to take his monkey ass to want to go back outside. We're back on topic. We did not build this system, so it's not our responsibility to break this shit down. And just like I said with that fucker, again, when critical race theory still is kind of all the rage. And and again, I, I agreed with him. I agreed with the dude. He was like, so my 17-year-old son, is he responsible for, you know, the racist shit that his grandfather did or his great-grandfather did? No, he, he's not responsible. But that fucker is benefiting. So, yes, this is something that we still have to talk about. I've given y'all the Uncle Bobby timeline before. I'm going to do it one more time. I'm just going to speed it up. Again, let's just go straight to my dad. I, how many times do I got to tell y'all? I made all American at a school that literally told my dad, no niggers allowed. When my mom and papa got out of bed, it was their job to raise the Tebow kids. No, not that fucking Tebow. My mom was raised on a fucking plantation, Jack. And while they were, do you guys know the overwhelming majority of wealth? Do you know how it's passed down? One, it's generational. Two, it's land-based. What didn't we have just during my grandparents' fucking generation, Jack? I just told y'all, Momo and Paul and all the black people on Tebow Plantation, they ran Tebow Plantation. They made the Tebows a shit ton of money. Now, what kind of fuck face would the Tebow grandchildren be if they turned and looked at me like, oh, fuck, look at your piece of shit house. Why didn't you just work harder? Fuck you. Shut the fuck up. And so, again, it's telling me to get over racism. As someone who's never experienced racism... To say that's insensitive is beyond fucked up. And again, this is the exact same type of person who's going to sit there and say something fucked up. Like, well, I worked hard. Look what I got. And again, I told y'all, there's an enormous difference between working hard and clocking long hours. I have zero doubt that this person clocked long hours. I, I have zero doubt. But again, you didn't work hard. Because again, when your great grandfather, when your grandfather, fuck it, when your dad, 
My, my dad just literally told me less than 24 hours ago. Uh, again, my dad is borderline genius, gang. Drafted by the New York Jets. Almost got his PhD. My dad's story should be a hell of a lot different. Do you know my dad used to go to day labor camps? You know what I'm talking about? Is that what y'all call them somewhere else? Down here, they're called day laborers, right? You, you go to that place and some guy with the pickup truck comes and looks at you, right? I need three. I need three. Then they pick the three strongest. That was my dad. Yeah, it was. You want to know why? Because when Big Burt was alive, they were financially destitute. When Big Burt died, they had less than fucking zero. That's what my dad was doing. What was your dad doing? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, he was second generation in whatever fucked up ass multi-million dollar business a year you've got. So, so again, it, to, to sit there and say, why don't you get over racism? I'm going to say for the one minute of time, stop asking me to get over racism. Instead, ask yourself, what have I done to help a black person do it? And simply saying, just do it. Guess what, fuckface? That's not enough. It reminds me of, uh, and I give her credit because I caught this person, you know, slipping with just straight up logic. And again, it was the whole, you can't change history, blah, 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 blah. Shut the fuck up. Right? Why, why do we have to get rid of Robert E. Lee Middle School? Why, why do we have to get rid of Jefferson Davis Square? And when I went to school, there was, you know, a, a building named for Stephen Hogg, another Confederate war general. You are, we can't erase the past. You know what I asked her, monkey ass? I asked her, would you send a bunch of Jews to an Adolf Hitler high? Gang, she was offended. Put out that I would even suggest that little, you know, some Jewish kid would go to an Adolf Hitler high. She was offended that I would even suggest that. Then I snapped at her monkey ass. Then, then why would you make black kids go to a Robert E. Lee school? Do you think that fucker would have liked me? And I told you all before, and I stand by what I say. If you defend a Confederate war general, I'm not your friend anymore. Right? Again, if, I, if there was a serial rape, Bill Cosby. I would never defend Bill Cosby. To the ladies that come to me for self to well, you know, he was actually kind of funny. I mean, did you see all the money he donated in double? Shut the fuck up. He's a rapist. And what kind of dick would I be if I said, well, you know, they're they're replaying, you know, Bill Cosby himself and, you know, the SJWs, they want to take it down. I mean, you can't stop it. What kind of dick would I be? Right. So, again, I'm not going to defend a rapist to a rape survivor. You get pissed off when I suggest, what about Jews going to an Adolf Hitler high? But yet, you're going to make black kids go to a rock. You defend Robert E. Lee. You guys do. And by you guys, I mean all these fucks who sit there and say, you can't change history. Right? So again, telling me to get over it. Again, I would love, you know what? No, no, fuck that. Don't tell me to get over it. You get over it. This civil war happened. You'll never guess what you fucks. You lost. You fucking lost. The South fucking lost. But yet y'all are the same assholes who are fighting like hell when they're taking Confederate flags off of stadiums. Telling NASCAR fans, you cannot bring that symbol of hate. Oh, it's not hate. It's, it's my hair. Shut the fuck up. Your heritage sucks. Sometimes it's okay to say that this heritage fucking sucks the left nut, Jack. You don't have to embrace all of your heritage. <laughs> you just don't. So again, it, it's get over it. Hey, I would love to get over it. But every time I take a left-hand turn, I see a reminder. So again, don't tell me to get over it. Ask yourself, what have you done to help me do so. And I can't even talk about the whole, why don't you just smile? Excuse me. Hashtag unprofessional. Because I've had people say that shit to my face before. And I was talking to someone. And it, <laughs> you know one thing I've noticed, gang? It is never men who say this to my face. 
These are always white women. And in the, my favorite one during the Trump presidency, again, white women, white dudes don't say this to my face. But it's the whole, you know, no one has it harder, you know, than white men. I'm pretty sure if a white dude stepped to me, he would have to make a dentist appointment the next day. I'd knock his fucking teeth out, Jack. But again, it's I have literally been told that I should basically be happy simply because I'm not a slave. So again, your bar is so fucking low and you're happy that you got over it, but I'm not. And I never will be. So again, this whole, why can't you get over it? First and foremost, go fuck yourself. And second, again, you're asking the wrong question. Don't tell me to get over it. Ask yourself, what have you done to help me? And infinitely more important, you get over it, right? Civil War was a long time ago, right? The South lost, right? So then maybe we should stop honoring all the assholes who would have called me a nigger to my face and beaten the black off my back. All right, gang boy, I started out lovely, sexy, vibrant, and jolly, didn't I? I hope y'all are drinking with me. We're about to switch gears. You know how we do it on this show. Hold on, you know what time it is. Mm, delicious. Jan and Truth, let's go. Next up. Gang, just think about what it is you do for a living. How hard did you work to get that certification? How long, how many hours, how much did you sacrifice to get that license? Right? How many times have I mentioned my best friend in these fucking episodes? Every single last one. I watched that guy make the transition from what he used to do to what he does now. That fucker put it on the line. He worked his ass off to get a medical license. And I told him. There are about three people on this planet that I'm proud of. He's the second one, literally right after my dad. He worked his ass off. Do you guys have any idea how hard it is to reach the rank of seventh degree black belt? Again, that doesn't mean I've kicked more ass. That means I've had my ass kicked more than most people that you know. Again, just think about how hard it is you've worked to get where you are. Now think about some slap nuts with absolutely no training in your field coming up and telling you how to do your job. How fast would you tell that fucker to get out of your office, your dojo, wherever the fuck it is you work, right? Gang, my point is I'm sitting here and I'm still hearing because I hate myself, and again, y'all know how I do my YouTube shit, it's all on autoplay, I'm still listening to people talk shit about Dr. Anthony fucking Fauci. Again, this guy has been the consummate professional for a little bit over 30 years. How many times do I have to make this analogy? He is a football referee. By definition, by football law, A referee is part of the field. He is a pylon. He is the the end zone. He's the uprights. He's the crossbar. It doesn't matter if it's a national championship, high school state uh, championship, or the fucking Super Bowl. It could be the last drive, the last play. If that guy catches it, you win. If you don't, too bad, so sad. Quarterback throws it. Hits the referee in the shoulder, falls on the ground. Guess what? The game's over. The ball's dead. He's part of the playing field. That's it. You should have had better aim, fucker. Gang, the the point is, you don't know. You're not supposed to know the referees are there. There's a saying in football. The referees have done their job when you don't talk about them. You're not supposed to. With the exception of Ed Hockley, who had fucking 95-inch fucking biceps, You can't name another fucking NFL referee. You want to know why? They do their job. Anthony Fauci, this is his eighth fucking administration. I'm so bad at math, and even I can do the math on this one. That's over 30 years of fucking service. And again, when y'all sit there and say, oh, well, what has he done? Again, do you remember not dying of the avian flu 
Do you remember not dying of fucking Ebola? Do you remember dying of a whole bunch of shit that you didn't even know was a fucking issue? You want to know why? You had a professional sitting there doing his fucking job. Right? And again, uh, and I've seen I've seen my best friend have to deal with this shit. I've seen other doctors have to deal with this shit. But you go in, you sit in some doctor's or acupuncturist or someone's waiting room, and then you go back there, and what's the first thing that fucking medical professional hears? Again, this person has a license, yeah, to drive an 18-wheeler. And they go in, it's like, oh, well, you know, what I have is this, this, and this. And so if you just write a prescription for this, this, and that, I can be on my way. Okay, again, don't mistake your high-speed internet for their medical experience. Right? Again, we got the Delta strand looking us right in the fucking face. Again, I live in fuckface Texas. You already know how I feel about this sack of shit state. We're getting uh, not record number. I don't want to exaggerate, but our our numbers of uh, positive cases, they're rising, gang. Just remember this time last year when we're sitting here saying the exact same thing. What the fuck happened, right? And so again, and the majority of people, if I'm not mistaken, all the people being hospitalized right now are the people who haven't gotten their vaccine. Now, they have not told the numbers between who just hasn't stepped up and gotten it done versus how many of them are anti-vaxxers. But the people who are sitting there taking up hospital space, and rightfully so, they, they need to get some help. They haven't had the fucking vaccine, Jack. And I'm sitting here and I'm listening to people or remembering this shit that I've heard. That this is a government conspiracy. In South Austin, where I live, hashtag don't dox me. Go fuck yourself. I don't sleep and have anger issues. You show up at my door, you're going to be fucked. But there's a there's an intersection. It was right. It's that intersection. Actually, it's the intersection where the Jehovah's Witnesses are. Two intersections up. And by up, I mean west. That's where that fucking church group stands, where I, what I've told you guys about. Where again, I just wanted eggs and fucking toilet paper, and these assholes are sitting outside my store telling me I'm going to burn in hell. That's nice. Go fuck your Christianity. Where the fuck was I? I told you, I get fucking sidetracked with this shit. <laughs> oh, the, the fucking intersection. Okay, so they were uh, plastered all over. This time last year, with signs that said sheep for the people who wore masks, for the people who practice social distancing, for the people who are like, yo, when the vaccine becomes available, I'm getting a fucking vaccine, right? Oh, what about Bill Gates? He's putting a Do you really think you're that fucking important? Get your ego out of your fucking asshole. Or matter of fact, shove it back in there. What makes you so fucking important that Bill Gates needs to put a tracking device in you? Right, and then you got some fucking Christians up here talking about this is the mark of the beast. No, fuck face, this is called science juice. And it's going in your body so you don't, at minimum, at minimum, that you don't kill your next door neighbors, mama. And again, it, the fucked up portion, and when I think about it, yeah, it's the Fox people, it's the Newsmax people, it's fuck face, the uneducated felon, Lauren fuck face, Bobert. There's all, yeah, the Fauci, ouchie. These are the exact same people who scream at the top of their lungs about being pro-life. But yet they do everything they can to extinguish life. Again, so for as long as that life is floating, and what is I can never remember what the fuck, amniotic, embryotic, whatever the fuck fluid it is. Yeah, as long as that fucker is floating and doesn't have a name and a social security number attached to a woman's uh, umbilical cord, the most important person on the fucking planet. Let that person get two feet off the ground. They don't give a shit. And they especially don't give a shit if you look like me. If you have a vagina. right? So, I mean, go fuck yourselves. So, again, it's, 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 I would say it's funny, but it's not funny, gang. I lost people because of COVID. You lost people because of COVID. We would be a lot better off if people would shut the fuck up and, yet, and sometimes do what you're fucking told. It doesn't make you a sheep, right? I come from a long line of military people. I literally stopped 
the, at least in my direct family, and uh, Eric and some of my other cousins, they enlisted. They're all Navy. You're, you're not a sheep as a lieutenant when your captain tells you to do something. That is a commanding officer. And I tell people I got not a riff. Aunt Jer, if you hear this, I love you. I really do. But we had a back and forth after my interview with baby girl, my little one, my niece, right? And I was given tremendous feedback. And I took that shit to heart. Again, I got to take my own advice. Shut the fuck up. I don't know everything, right? And I was, my only response was what I always say on these topics. I'm not smarter than these kids. And I'm not. I'm not smarter than most people. But I've been their age. They've never been mine. So when I stepped to him, I was like, look, kid, it's not because I'm smarter. Because again, there's nothing that you can pull that I haven't already fucking seen. You want to know why? I'm knocking on 50's door. You're not even fucking 20. So save all your fucking excuses. I already know. So that's what I'm talking about. Same thing here. Fauci. Where all these people, they work their ass off. They reach the pinnacle of their fucking career. They're simply telling people, literally, go wash your hands. How hard is that? Again, it's not a mandate. It's not a mandate. Despite what the Republicans, I used to say Trumplicans. I just belched. Hashtag unprofessional. I used to say Trumplicans. Gang, there's no difference anymore. There's literally no difference. Trump is the god of the fucking Republican Party. That The Republican Party is lost. They have to go the way of Rome. But my point is, where the fuck was I? Okay. I think I was talking about the fucking vaccine. <laughs> I just spit on my computer. That's fucking disgusting. Okay. So, again, despite what all these emotional maggots tell you, right? again, Trump, I'm trying to get back on track. Trump got the fucking vaccine. Again, the main one seems, oh, well, I don't see myself wearing a mask. Oh, shut the fuck up. That was the president of the United States, right? If he gets a fucking scratch on his arm, they're going to shut the fucking country down and give him the top-notch drugs that you and I don't have fucking access to. Fuckface Tucker Carlson. Fuckface Cro-Magnon man Marjorie Taylor Greene. Fuckface uneducated felon Lauren fucking Boebert. <laughs> Drama queen. I don't know if that was a belch. Or a cough, but I'm gonna hashtag it. Hashtag unprofessional. Drama queen fucking Madison Carthorn come and get my shut the fuck up. They all got the fucking vaccine. It's just like Trump, right? It's the whole we're gonna march down. We, right? We're gonna march down 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. I'll be right there with where is his monkey ass? In a fucking bunker surrounded by people with guns. You fucks in a fucking, uh, trailer park saying Trump's my president. I'm not getting a vaccine. I'm not a sheep. Cough, cough, die. Again, if you would not like someone marching into your place of work and telling you how to do your fucking job, why is it now everyone is telling a medical professional how to do their fucking job? And again, they're not asking for your social security number. They're not asking you to dox yourself. Think about what they're asking you to do. Wash your nasty fucking hands, right? If you haven't had the vaccine, wear a fucking mask. If you haven't got the vaccine, get the fucking vaccine. Again, despite what the Cro-Magnon man says, this is not the Holocaust. It just isn't. This is a life-saving fucking measure, Jack. So again, for all you architects, lawyers, whatever the fuck it is you do for a living. Again, just think about how upset you would be if someone marched their monkey ass into your office and told you how to do your job. I strongly suggest y'all shut the fuck up and stop telling Fauci how to do his. All right, gang, I'm pushing up on the 29-minute mark. You know the drill. Say it with me. The weasel is about to be drained. I'm about to freshen up this delicious motherfucking Hendrix. Then I'll be back for part two of Gin and Truth. Let's go.
I'm black. I made it. It was tough, but here I am. All right. So, again, we're going to jump into the meat. This one, I'm going to try not to, you know, do uh, another portion. Try and squeeze this one into the 30 minutes I got to record here. Gang, fucking CPAC. I mean, that was just an enormous gathering of political, emotional, and intellectual buttfuckery. I I said this during season two. I do not recognize today's Republican Party. These are not the Republicans that I grew up with. Like I said, I'm an independent. I'm willing to listen to anybody's fucking story. And again, the best part, at least the way I define being an independent voter, it's not that I can vote for anyone. It's that I have the ability to trash everyone, right? You know, people are like, oh, what about Obama? Okay, if you, again, I told you, I was not aware. I was not aware that uh, Obama put kids in cages too. Go back and listen to what I said. I, I spoke just as harshly about his monkey ass as I did about fucking Trump. Kids do not belong in cages, Jack. They just don't. There's got to be a better way. Fucking find it. Right? And so, again, I, and I remember the old, uh, you know, Republican national debates when I was a kid. And you can sit there and I'm like, well, I don't agree with this, but I can see where they're coming with that. Same thing with the Democrats. But now, again, it's just the way we are, the way we do politics in this country. And we've gotten so extreme. That, I mean, and I will say, yeah, especially on the Republican side, there are no more conversations. Again, we're going to get fucked up today, gang. Now, remember the last one? Maybe it was two episodes ago when I said, you guys need to start rolling a J or fucking hitting a bottle. Because every time we hit a Republican uh, buzzword, we're going to take a sip. We're going to hit the joint. Uncle Bobby's been getting fucked up for y'all. Y'all need to do the same for me. And so... While I'm sitting here warming up to get to the main part of this, roll your shit, get your gummy, or get your alcohol, because there's no way we're getting through this last portion the least bit sober. So I told y'all what I thought about fuckface Madison Cawthorn, the drama queen, the uneducated felon, uh, fucking uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene didn't even speak. And not at CPAC, but that crazy bastard said stupid shit anyway. You know, the grand poobah of stupidity, Donald fuckface. Tr- I mean, it was just, again, this isn't politics. This is cult worship. Again, the same guy who four years before he joined the Branch Davidian, if you would have told him, you, you, you are aware. You do know that some guy's going to come up to you and say, tonight, have your wife come to my uh, hut at 7 o'clock. I'm going to fuck the shit out of her. Four years ago, that guy would have slapped you across your face. He would have punched your lights out for saying that. When he got in the Branch of Indian, what did he do? He sent his wife over to get fucked by David Koresh. This is cult worship. Right? Again, I I don't know her. I I could be 100% wrong, but I said the same thing about Ashley Babbitt, the lady who was shot by, um, uh, I keep wanting to say fucking campus, (laughs) Capitol Police. If you would have asked her four or five years ago when she was active military, again, like I said, I don't know if you guys are aware, but the soldier's oath states you are protecting the Constitution. You're not protecting a person. You are fighting for the Constitution, Jack. And if you would have said, hey, you know that oath you took? Yeah, the one where you said you're going to defend the uh, Constitution of the United States? Yeah, I believe that with all my heart. You know you're going to lay your life down for some fucking orange philanderer, six-time bankrupt, emotionally bankrupt sack? She would tell you, go fuck yourself. No, I'm not. I'm a fucking soldier. It's my job to protect the Constitution and all it stands for. And if you would have told her you would lay your life down for an orange baboon, she would have said, no, no. That's not who I am. Look at her now. And that's not being glib, gang. She drank the fucking Kool-Aid. The YouTube gods clearly wanted me to rant 
on this asshole. And that is fuckface Dr. Ben Carson. Gang, first and foremost, we just have another link in the coon train. Ben Carson is the one, the lady from the very first portion of the show, she listens to Ben Carson. Like I said, I'll spot you. I'll spot you 100 coons. Uh, uh, Terrence Williams, the Hodge twins. Now, yeah, I've already named them. Fuckface Candace Owens. Name them all. Now multiply that by 20. I don't give a shit. Go find 2,000 coons. I will show you 20 million black people who say those fuckers are wrong. You're listening to the wrong ones. Again, you think I'm bullshitting? An easy test. Hold on. Papa's monkey ass. He's back again. Hashtag episode moon killer. Come on, Papa shit. Get your fat ass in here. All right. Papa's there. Okay. Back to the coon train. Okay. So this is how this works. Again, you guys are listening to the black people that make you feel better. These fuckers are corrupted. Ben Carson is never going back to the cookout. Ever. And if he ever sneaks in, I'll be the first one to shake his monkey ass down. Get those fucking raisins out of your pocket and step away from the potato salad. You've been corrupted. But he sat there, and I don't even remember who the fucking Fox reporter or whoever the fuck it was, you know, tossing him these softball questions. But, gang, he never really answered anything. It was just running down this laundry list of Republican buzzwords. So if you rolled your joint, if you got your gummies, you got your Hendrix, your vodka, your wine, go ahead and take your first hit I'm about to do the same. On the count of three. One, two, three. Like I said, there's no way we're getting towards past this episode, portion of the episode without getting fucked up. Because, again, he never answered questions. He, he just ran down the laundry list of fucking talking points. Right? I don't even know where to fucking begin. But you know where I will begin? So kind of the crux of his argument. Y'all remember when his monkey ass spoke up about three years ago and said that slaves... Remember when he got he got all wispy, his voice, and Ryan, it's not like he was giving an inspirational speech to a fucking baseball team before the World Series. And he was like, slaves, slaves were immigrants that came over on bottom of slave ships. And they worked hard to get a piece of the American dream. Shut the fuck up. And again, this is how we talk nowadays, right? I ask you, what kind of cheese do you want on your salad? And you tell me you like rectangles. We're not into having the same fucking conversation. And then the assholes on Fox and everyone else, you know what they did, gang? They, they went in and they started to define immigrant. Well, you know, technically what he said wasn't wrong because if you go in the definition of immigrant, an immigrant is over, shut the fuck up. You lost the moment you said the word fucking person, Jack. Slaves weren't people. We were considered property. I told you. We had the same rights as the fucking mule, as the fucking wagon, except when the wagon and the mule broke down, they treated the wagon and the mule with more fucking respect. But again, if you're going to sit here and argue on what is and is not an immigrant, you're missing the bigger picture. And that's fucking slavery happened. Hey, fuckface, the one who told me to get over slavery. I don't think you know the fucking timeline, Jack. Again, this wasn't yesteryear. This was right now. And so then, fuckface Ben Carson, again, I, I guess he just wasn't had didn't humiliate himself enough. And so we talked more about it. And he, he, one, he corrected himself, kind of. But first he pointed out that well, you know, the media's biased and they're crooked and blah, 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 blah. Well, when Barack Obama called them immigrants, no one said it. Well, like I said, I didn't know. And now that I know, guess what? Barack Obama was fucking wrong. Slaves were not immigrants. That's it. And there's nothing that you can compare to slavery except for fucking slavery. That's it. But he, he, he went for it again, gang. And he cleaned it up by saying, you know, there, yeah, slavery was bad. Slavery is bad. 
And if he just would have stopped there, he wouldn't have made today's hit list. But this fucker goes on. And again, he's got hit your J, pop your gummy, do whatever you got to do. Count three. One, two, three. All right, let's keep going. So he's got to pump the Republican talking point that the worst thing that's ever happened to black people was the United States government, right? And I'm like, okay, Ben, shut the fuck up. No, you had it right and you just would have fucking stopped where you were, but you did it because you had to suck up to the Republican right. The worst thing that happened to black people was fucking slavery. That's it. That's fucking it. Everything else is everything else. Oh, when the government stepped in, oh, you can't do things for you. Shut the fuck up. The worst thing that happened to black people in this country was slavery. That's it. I would say everything else is a distant second, but everything else is a distant 20 million. Ben, people who look like you and me were dehumanized, beaten, raped. We weren't even fucking human. But when you step in and you say stupid shit, like the worst thing that happened was the government stepping in to be our shut the fuck up. Slavery. That's it. Bam. Right. It's like fuck face Tommy Laren during COVID comparing the lockdown to slavery. Hey, fuck face Tommy. But let me tell you what happened. It didn't happen during my slavery during COVID. No one beat me. No one raped me or my girl. No, no one. No one sold off. Children, cousins, I wasn't compared to a fucking mule. That didn't happen. You know what did happen? I learned how to stream shit. Yeah, I watched King Kong versus fucking Godzilla on a 64-inch flat screen TV, you stupid bastard. By no way, straight stretch or form, is that fucking comparable to slavery. So again, it's just, there was no answers. It was just a bunch of fucking Republican talking points. Get your J ready. Get your drink ready on the count of three. One, two, three. Like I said, we're going to get fucked up every time we talk about Republican buzzwords. They didn't even go anywhere with it, but they just threw it out there. And talked about Marxism, or they mentioned Marxism and socialism. The, The Marxist agenda. Gang, the next time you hear that, the next person who says it to you, tell them to stop and ask them to define Marxism. Ask them to define socialism. They can't do it. But it's just been attached as this boogeyman, this bad word that, oh, yeah, shut the fuck. You don't even know what it means. But yet here you are again. There was no context. They, They just said they're just pushing Marxism. Okay, first and foremost, who's they? Probably the libs, right? Anything to own the libs. And they just threw a label out on top of them. Then again, where's the Marxism? Where's the socialism? Right, again, not Marjorie, they all look alike to me, right? Fucking, you fit the fucking description. Uh, Lauren Fuckface Bober. Talking about we don't want your welfare. We don't want your government. Okay, first and foremost, this bitch is paid by the fucking government. You're a fucking congresswoman, you asshole. But guess who applied and received government handouts for her fucking restaurant during COVID? Right? So again, Marxism, socialism, bad, bad, bad. Hey, government, can you help me? Why don't you put yourself by your fucking bootstraps, Jack? So again, there were, there were, he didn't answer any real questions. He did exactly what the fucking other ones do, and that's it, shucking and jiving, you know, doing his fucking sand dance, being a coon, and not answering questions, and just sitting there doing a whole bunch of Republican buzzwords. Now, again, if you got your fucking J, if you got your gummy, if you got your drink, on the count of three, one, two, three. Like I said, gang, there's no way we're going to get through these next several episodes without our livers going straight to the fucking shitter. But again, it was another one of the old, because then they talked about critical race theory, right? Again, ask your average white person who's against, or in this case, the coons. They don't know what it is. All they think they know, what the fuck? Okay. All they think they know is that critical race theory teaches people that America is bad. Okay. Again, 
if you're if that was actual critical race theory, I'd agree with you. But again, it's that's the sad part, gang. That this is where we are now. And again, the way I again, I, especially with what's going on in my personal life, I think I just kicked the bugs. Oh no, it's Papa. I just melt. Hashtag unprofessional. So with what's going on in my personal life, I remember telling my dad this. All my coaches have never been more correct, gang. Football does not teach you how to win games. Football teaches you how to live your life. And all the fucking things that I learned from all my coaches has got me all the way through my life up to this point, and especially through the shitty stuff that I'm going through right now, right? But one of the things that we learned in football, especially on the high school level when you first start, because I played for a very successful program in high school. We went to state twice, went to the semis once, uh, one state in 88, and I can do the math on the rest. But we were taught, do not complain when a coach yells at you. Do not complain when a coach screams at you. That's when you should actually celebrate. Because when you fuck up and you know you fucked up and a coach gets on your ass, that means he cares enough about you to make a change. But when you fuck up and you know you fucked up and all you hear are cricket shack, that's when you fucking panic. You want to know why? They've given up on you. They're just going to get somebody else. And that's how we are with America now. Again, the people who complain about the state of America are the ones who care enough to see it change for the better. To sit there and say, the foundation of critical race theory, gang, just in case you don't know, is... Systemic racism is fucking real. Again, if I rear back and I slap the taste out of your fucking mouth right now, I punch you as hard as I can. Those effects don't stop when the bruises go down. You're probably going to fucking trip up every single time you see a large, bald-headed black guy. You are, right? And so again, and I told y'all before, it's like the whole chicken thing. Again, we have more respect for chickens in this country than people of color and their experience with racism. Again, the hardcore vegans and the hardcore hunters, they are both against factory farming. Neither one will buy chicken from a a chain grocery store. Chicken 100 saw 99 of their brothers and sisters get their neck slit on the fucking conveyor belt. And they both will tell you, you're eating fear meat. That's the last thing that chicken feels. That's what we say about chickens. But some way, somehow, black people just need to get over centuries of misuse, centuries of disrespect, centuries of dehumanization. Right? Why don't we just start over? Hey, you want to go to a chain grocery store and get some chicken breast to put on the grill? That's fear me. Don't you know that chickens? And you wonder why we get pissed off when people tell us to get over it. Right? But back to fucking Ben Carson's monkey ass. But again, it's the whole, I think is where I was going with this. He went on, again, the whole critical race theory and all the, all the other bullshit. And he talked about, you know, how it teaches people how to hate America. No, it doesn't. Shut the fuck up. It teaches the fucking truth. But then he wants to go on and talk about the worst thing that has happened to the black community was Planned Parenthood. And again, hold on. We, we, that's another. We got to get your J, get your gummy, get your drink. Count of three. One, two, three. Again, just another fucking talking point, right? Again, well, maybe we need to teach that America has its uh, foundations in racism. What about Planned Parenthood? How many black babies are killed? Shut the fuck up. Yes, yes, yes. Margaret Sanger was absolutely positively a racist sack of shit. That's not up for debate. Planned Parenthood has done everything they can to do to separate themselves from their founder. Yes, they provide abortions. Did you guys also know they provide sexual health checkups for men? Did you know that they provide birth control for people who don't have insurance? Do you know they provide pap smears and other forms 
of medical aid to women who don't can't just walk into a regular. Did you guys know that? They've done everything they have. They have absolutely done what they could to separate themselves from their racist founder. They have. And they're still working on it. So again, this is just a fucking talking point. Right? Well, what about Planned Parenthood? I don't know, Ben. What about my fucking missing left nut? I lost it in the great leg pressing accident in twenty uh in fucking 2000. We're just going to sit here and talk about shit that's got nothing to do with the actual topic, like the racist foundation of this country. Yeah, let's talk about pineapple on pizza next. Again, all he did during that entire fucking interview was sit there and just run down Republican talking points. Now, again, get your J ready. Get your gummy ready. Get your alcohol ready on the count of three. One, two, three. Like I said, we're getting fucked up. So the other thing he talked about was fucking quoting the Bible. Gang, I told you before, I am not here to take anything away from you that you aren't ready to give up. That is not my job as an atheist. My only job as an atheist is to answer the question, do you believe in God? No, I don't. That's it. Everything else is up to you. I don't give a shit. So again, like I said, my main man, Joseph motherfucking Nola, my sister, Lady L, I will never debate them. You want to know why? I don't care because every time Joseph motherfucking Nola, again, this man's a Catholic priest. Every time he makes a tweet, it is dripping with empathy. He told trans people that you are not a problem that needs to be solved. That is so atypical from the church fucking uh, doctrine. I don't know what it is. My sister, she says the exact, I will never debate these fuckers. Now, Ben fucking Carson's God is a fucking asshole. And he's just quoting all these fucking Bible verses and all this other shit. And it, I saw a tweet, and I can't remember the fucker's name. I'm looking right at him. I would know his name if I saw it. But it was like, you know, imagine what would happen if the United States, if Christians ran it. And I was like, who wants to tell them? You fuckers do. And look at the state of the fucking country we're in. Again, I don't care that you believe in a God. Keep that shit to your fucking self. And so now Ben Carson, again, a government, or he's a former government official, is sitting here saying, well, you know, CRT is bad because, well, if you look at 1 Samuel, look at 1 Samuel, look inside my asshole. Look closely inside my asshole, Ben. And it's the exact same thing. The closer you get, the smellier it fucking becomes. And please continue to quote 1 Samuel, right? Because again, I don't care what Bible verse you quote. You're only a sentence or two away from something that not only contradicts what you just read, but is fucking morally reprehensible. Well, Robert, if you're an atheist, I mean, what's a word? Shut the fuck up. Take your hermeneutics, take your Christian apologetics, and shove it up your ass. Again, quit quoting the fucking Bible. You're a government official. You're supposed to run it in a secular manner. Yeah, I think I read that somewhere, Ben. But gang, before I get, I'm not going to hold y'all super long, so I'm going to jump right to the next one. But again, get your J, get your gummy, get your drink. On the count of three, we're getting fucked up. One, Two, three. I saved the best for last. Martin Luther King. Yet another Republican quote mining Martin Luther King because he talked about CRT, critical race theory. This goes against everything Martin Luther King said. Why are we judging people by the shut the fuck up? Have you guys actually listened to that entire speech? Are you just going to sit there and continue to sit there and quote, judge people by the content of their character, not shut the fuck? Again, if you can say that, you haven't listened to the entire speech. Again, everyone now who's jerking Martin Luther King off now, you would have hated him if he was active today. You want to know why? Everything BLM stands for, everything Colin Kaepernick stands for, Everything that you hate right fucking now, Martin Luther King, if Martin Luther King saw Colin Kaepernick, 
do what he did, you know what he would have done? He would have walked up, he would have patted him on his head, and he would have said, good shot, Junior. Go, go take a seat there, Junior Flip. Let me show you how a professional wrecks fucking shop. All you fucks now, Ben Carson included, who are quoting Martin Luther King, stop it. You don't know what Martin Luther King stood for. You don't. Again, I told you on my last episode, that man was murdered. And three years after he was shot, a poll was taken. Again, this isn't, I belched, hashtag unprofessional. Told you we're going to get fucked up on this episode. Three years after he was shot, which again, was four years before I was born, a national poll was taken of the most hated people in the United States. Three years after we murdered that man, his monkey ass made the list. But yet here you guys are quoting him. Like I said, you love him now because it's convenient and it's easy. If he was active today, y'all be saying the exact love it or leave it, right? If it's so bad, why don't you leave? So again, Carson did nothing. He, he didn't answer any questions. Marxism, socialism, right? Love it or leave it, right? America's great, right? Don't, didn't you know everyone else had? Shut the fuck up. So again, he didn't answer a single question. All he did was sit there and run down a laundry list of Republican fucking talking points. All right, gang, Uncle Bobby's giving you a lot of fucking problems. And in typical Uncle Bobby fashion, he's going to give you a lot of motherfucking solutions. First one up, telling black people to get over racism. Shut the fuck up. Again, you get the double kickstand. You get the fucking crotch chop. You get it all, Jack. Again, you're asking the wrong questions, asshole. Stop asking, why can't we get over it? What have you done to help me? Again, are you still fucking fighting to get Robert E. Lee's name back on his school? Are you still waving a Confederate flag? Go fuck yourself. I want to get over it. But you keep throwing these fucking symbols in my face. Go fuck yourself. Seriously. Next one up. Your average, everyday fucking truck driver, gym teacher, everyone who's not a fucking doctor who all of a sudden has a medical license. Shut the fuck up. Again. Is it perfect? Absolutely not. And let me tell you something. If you can come up with a better system, I'm all ears. I trust medicine right up until the point to where they've earned it. Gang, I'm not going to lie. If I was not my own advocate about, I don't know, 16 years ago, I'd be dead. They fucked up a diagnosis so bad it was lethal. And I kept going back to the doctor. And if I had it, I literally wouldn't be standing here. Five doctors said kidney stones. One doctor said they're lazy as shit. They told my wife, your husband's kidneys are failing. And if you would have brought him in 12 hours later, he'd be dead. Doctors are not perfect. I acknowledge that. But right now, the medicine system, medical system, it's the best option we got. Again, what they're asking you to do is not huge. Wash your fucking hands. Get the fucking vaccine and stay away from crowds. Again, if you don't want someone telling you how to do your job, I suggest you do the same for them. We're trying to save fucking lives here, gang. We're trying to save lives. Next one up, another link as I kill a fucking mosquito. Another link on the fucking coon train. Ben Carson, shut the fuck up. All you did was gas up all the fucking white people who are too lazy to face the fact that maybe America is just a little bit fucked up. Again, you will never come back to the cookout. Get those fucking raisins out of your goddamn pocket. You're on the coon train, Jack, and you're never coming back. Gang, the big guys held you long enough. He's signing the fuck off. Gin and truth. Let's go.